Hello everyone, this is uh, a special episode to conclude our part two uh, sample questions and answers. Uh, we're going to do more questions uh, of part one, part two as well, uh, part three, but the next episodes are going to focus on the third part of uh, the examination. But before I start the third part of the examination, I'd love to make a simple conclusion on uh, the second part. So I'm going to give you a, a summary of how this part is supposed to be. First of all, this part is a description part, the description question. In the examination, they usually give you the question. Uh, and you could see the questions uh, and it has some cues or some uh, hints of what you're supposed to be focusing on. Uh, different from uh, the first part and the third part where you're not supposed to be seeing the question, the examiner is going to ask you the question directly. So the part two is the part where you're also going to have uh, some time to sit down and prepare for this question. Uh, they're going to give you a piece of paper and probably a pencil if you're taking a paper exam. And then you are supposed to be working on this question and preparing, organizing your ideas for one minute. And then later talking about your experience or details about how you know somebody or something. It's much more of a detailed question uh, in this way that you have to tell things uh, the way that yeah, you have to help this person to see or to be there. If you're talking about a restaurant, they have to, to be there. You know, you have to help them to imagine the, the environment and, and, and the, the, the story behind it and what happened and the experience. So it's much more of an expression as the term starts itself as a description, all right, explaining in details. And uh, not only that, but also uh, it, it tend to have extra follow-up questions if the examiner feels there is a need to uh, find extra information or there is a need to have extra uh, extra questions on, on this matter in, in the second part. So the extra question is usually relevant to what you have talked about. So uh, probably they could ask you, uh, you're talking about a restaurant, they could ask you, uh, would you ever consider going back to this restaurant again? Right. Have you ever met somebody who has uh, had a bad experience uh, with this restaurant or any kind of restaurant? You know, uh, would you prefer to be in a restaurant with your family or with your friends? You know, what's the difference between being in a restaurant with your family or your friend? This is a full up questions, and all all these possibilities that you you, you could come up with they are kind of uh, really really uh, important, and you should also consider. And uh, what is more important, something that I always insist, you know, you're going to get tired of me talking about uh, practicing day and night, but uh, it's one of the most important things that you could actually um, do for yourself. It doesn't matter how easy the question is. I have persisted on this one. I have insisted on this one. I have repeated this a thousand times. Every time I have a new episode, I'm talking about practicing and practice and practice and practice. You know, I can't emphasize this enough. You know, it's really, really important. It doesn't matter how easy the question is. It doesn't matter how difficult the question is. You have to go on, keep on practicing. That's why in in the uh, previous episode, I've been, uh, my, my description has always been like, keep on grinding, keep on grinding, keep on grinding, keep on practicing, keep on practicing, keep on practicing. You know, it's just practicing, practicing, practicing. But what is also important before you start practicing, knowing what you are you're practicing on, you know, you have to to get your your sentences organized. You have to get your stuff in order. You know, you shouldn't be practicing on wrong things. You have to be sure of what your 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 the way you are constructing your sentences is correct. So you always need somebody who could help you, someone who knows better. You know, it could be a podcast like this one. It could be a tutor that you have hired. It could be a website, you know, that you're visiting. To there are so many alternatives out there. But what's more important is for you 
you to actually engage into the practicing uh, process. And a lot of people tend to be a little bit um, afraid, you know, that they freak out when they, they see this uh, the, uh, ambience, you know, of uh, the examination, you're being given a question, looking at it, giving a paper, prepare yourself, etc. So they exaggerate this in their head, you know, thinking like, oh my God, this is going to be a really, really big deal. I should be scared. You know, you being scared and not scared, it doesn't actually help you. Uh, you being scared doesn't help you to improve, but actually it takes you down, you know. What you know is what you know. Your level of English is what it is. So being afraid of the examination doesn't make your English better, you know. So they say fear is a motivation, but this is a negative motivation on this uh, in this part of your... You, you, you shouldn't be overconfident if you didn't practice, but you have to build your confidence through practicing. You know, that's why I insist on practicing, practicing, practicing. You know, there are two kinds of confidence that you're building. You know, there is this one which you self-talk like, you know, I got this. And there are some people who are born with a certain kind of confidence. They're generally not afraid of things or in general after experiencing different environments or they don't care much. You know, that's why they're too confident and they can make proper decisions. They can perform well because of this confidence. But there is another kind of confidence, the second kind that I love the one which comes through practicing you know once you practice this confidence comes automatically you know you could practice so much for some people this is very very rare case they could practice so much but still they couldn't have the self-confidence on themselves this is because they don't have anywhere to oh somebody to tell them that you know what you're really good at this you know or they don't have the self-talk you have to self-talk if you have to 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 assess yourself and agree that you're good enough to to do this you have to look at the the sample uh, you know um answers you know you have to listen to podcasts like this one you know you have to to see if uh, if your, your answer is even closer or sounds a little bit more fluent you know you could do better you know uh you know you, you being a coach for example if this is football I'm, I'm your coach and you you are the um you're the player you know if, if it's football you're 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 you ronaldo you know so you're my ronaldo so my pleasure seeing you performing well so the way i'm shooting the ball is in order to instruct you how to shoot the ball properly but the more you practice you could actually shoot the ball better than, than, than the way i'm shooting it you know so um in these cases you shouldn't um demotivate yourself you shouldn't uh, go down and think like oh my god I'm not. I'm never going to to speak as, as as good as this guy. You know, I'm never going to be as fluent as this person. No, everything starts with steps. You take your first step, practicing. Keep on practicing and practice and practicing. You know, I've been talking about practicing like so much. You know, I think you guys are getting the idea of how important practicing is. Do not ignore. It doesn't matter how simple the question is. Assume you're in the examination and you're answering this question, you have your timer, and do it. Just do it, even if it's very simple. All right? So that's how you perform well in, in, in this kind of, of, of examinations. So that being said, I'm going to uh, move to the third part. Um, and in the third part, you know, it's uh, usually about, uh, I call this kind of question, opinion questions. And they're usually similar to... Um, or an extension of uh, the second part. So the second part usually gives you the general idea of what you're going to talk about in the third part. It's some sort of preparation, but I can call it preparation, you know, because it could differ a little bit. 
so uh, in this part, usually you are, you are, you're supposed to give your opinion on a certain subject. And because it's your opinion, everyone is entitled to their own opinion. And the purpose of this examination is not measuring your ability to uh, defend yourself. You know, doing that properly actually could uh, impress the examiner. But what they're concerned with is your grammar level, your um uh, your fluence, especially your fluence, the way you organize your centers, your ability to think in that language. And all these skills comes with practicing. The difference between you and a native speaker is that the native speaker have to a chance have the chance to practice their language every day. And whenever they're using their language, they don't overthink about it. They just go and talk about it, you know. So uh, with enough practice, you could even be better uh, speaker than native speakers, you know. So you just have to go on, keep on practicing. And the opinion question is one of the easiest one. I say, this is your ground, this is your feet, this is where you could talk about the things that you know through your own experience. And sometimes you'd be surprised when somebody asks you about um, how you'd go about starting a business and you have never started a business in your life. You don't have any idea about a business. All they want is to see if you could creatively answer this question, even though you don't have enough knowledge. So what do you think about business? What is it? Is it about um, the um, uh, the money? Should you have a lot of money to start a business? If that's your belief, then go on, talk about it. Why do you think having a lot of money is important for starting a business? Is it about taking risks? You know, there are lots of things that you could actually do, you know, uh, or talk about and they could make sense, you know, in somebody's perspective, you know, so you don't have to be a business professional to uh, explain how you're going to go about to, to do business. You know, let's say you want to go fishing, right? What do you do if you want to go fishing, right? So you have to talk about what you think, you know. Sometimes you might talk about your lack of experience in this specific area and that is, is going to be part of the speech and you're going to be judged by your ability to actually convince this person you don't have enough experience about this subject and then you could talk about what you know even though it's a little bit. I think they do this and that, you know. So uh, coming back again, it, it's all about your English and they're there to measure your English level, your fluency, organization of sentences, uh, your grammar. Also, grammar is important. A lot of people tell you that in your speech, in speaking, grammar is not that really important. Grammar is very, very important because grammar is how you sound smart. When you use grammar properly, you sound more educated, you sound more organized, you sound more formal. You know, um, and uh, grammar isn't the least important thing in speaking. I think it's one of the most important things. And it's better that you have simple uh, sentences, very fluent with correct grammar, instead of having very complex sentences, not grammatical and uh, not very well organized. You know, so you have to work on your basics. You have to work on your fundamentals. Once you are uh, done with your fundamentals, then you could start improving your sentences. Enough being said about uh, part two and part three. So in the next episodes, I'm going to start talking about um, or giving you the examples of questions from part three. Thank you very much for your time. And I wish you best of luck. This is Moody Bajo. And if you have any kind of questions, please don't forget to contact me through my Instagram account mudy.bajo and if you cannot reach me through there you could also reach me through Bajo Academy also Instagram account but if not these two accounts you can also go to bajoacademy at gmail.com you could uh, send me a message and I'll be ready to help you with further information free of charge so be free to reach me out and feel free to ask any kind of questions and best of luck in your preparations for this examination